bottom line is college is costing sixty thousand a year. You know, five thousand a month. Yeah. College is a business. I, I would rather take that sixty thousand and give her a salary, or give it invested in her business for four years, right. and I can guide her. Like, I don't want her to go really to school for someone else to teach her how to be, um, how to live, and 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 have another boss or someone else teach her what to do. I want her to understand how to run the companies Herself. and to take everything that I've done and that her mom has done and take that to another level, so her kids can take it to another level. Only thing I learned in school that I used and applied was math, multiplication, and division in reading. Other than that, it did I, algebra is not going to help me. But you know what really helped me is learning how to love. Right. So why in school they don't teach you how to love? Right. You know what the most important thing is to keep yourself healthy. That's the most important thing. So why they right. don't teach you how to fucking farm? Right. Why they don't teach you what nutrients Agriculture. are? Yeah. Like that's the shit you need to learn. Right. And now moving forward, what you need to learn is code. You need to learn how to edit. You <laughs> right. need to learn how to market because it's a new day. Right. So why would I pay so much for old people that haven't done shit that I want to do to teach my kids <laughs> how to fucking wrong? <laughs> So what's your thoughts on that? Oh, it's a lot. There's a lot to take in. Um, okay, well, let's start with us, our views on college or secondary, uh, post-secondary education. Is that what it's called? Is that um well tell us about your background this is uh Kwana talking on speaking on her experiences with um college you got both ends of the stick college college degree and now you're on an entrepreneurial path that you've been on for how many years on and off Mm. collectively a lot about six Six years, that's it? I think entrepreneurially, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. About six years. Okay. Um, okay, well then start start with that. Start with uh, your initial thoughts or your background, where it came from, why you went to college in the first place. Okay. Um, initially, the reason why I went to college now, okay, let me start. Let me, let me rewind it a little bit um in high school like I never really was a big school person anyway like I did well in school um because if I didn't it was gonna be a problem at home so I did well in school um what do you mean by it was gonna be a problem at home like my grandma wasn't having it mm-hmm. <laughs> like you gonna get good grades like school was her main um did she go to college no, she grad. Well, she graduated high school, and she took some college courses here and there, but she didn't. You know, that was that was it. That was it. Um, but she worked in a factory. Um, that was a big thing. Yeah, she, back in their generation. Yeah, and so that was the good job. Like she worked at Steelcase, which was a good company with great benefits, and they got bonuses. And, you know, so that was the thing. So when my mom got pregnant with me, um, after that, my mom went to work at Steel Case. And my mom continued to work at Steel Case for 16 years. My grandma worked there over 20 years and retired. Okay. Um, so, but with that being said, my grandmother 
when she had her kids, she always instilled in them to high school. You graduate from high school. That was the, you know, the thing. If you graduate from high school, you're doing good. You can get a good job. Mm -hmm. You know, all of this. Things were different at that time. Um, And so when we came along, me being the oldest grandchild um, and my uncle, me and him are like eight years apart. So with us, it was like, okay, high school is not enough. Mm-hmm. Now you need to go to college. Education is important. Education is the number one thing. You need this education in order to get a good job and um, so that you can live and you can be successful. That was what success was in my household. You graduate from college and you get a good job. Um, and so being that, you know, I really wanted to um, be that success story. For my grandmother, I really wanted to please her, basically, um, is my reason for continuing on and going to college and studying business and, you know, that type of thing. Um, but really, I, I hated school. Like, I didn't want to go to school. I was tired of it. Like, it wasn't what you I wanted to do. You, 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 you were done. Huh? Yeah, I was like, I'm kind of over it. And even when I went to college, my thoughts was always on business and hence the reason why I switched my major from computer information systems to business because I'm, in my mind, I was thinking if I study business, I'll learn how to run a business and I can do my own. So what was your initial thought on going into computer science? Um, In the first place, like, is that the first major that you decided on? Okay, I'm gonna go for computer science why computer science yeah um that was my first uh major that was the first thing that I thought of and the reason why is because at that time like computers was blowing up like I was good on computer I can work on computers I was literate shall I say about what year was that Mm, 98 is when I graduated from high school. She just told her age. So (laughs) 97, 98, you know, the computers was like everything. Everybody was getting into computers. Like computers, you make a lot of money in computers. You can get a good job. Like if you know computers, you you working. You getting a job. So just for a a timeline perspective, she graduated in, you said, 99? 98. 98, graduated from high school. So... I was just going into high school mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. just to put that little piece of information. Okay, but nobody asked about that little piece of information. <laughs> it just shows my wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm like, okay, I can, I can do that. Like computers for me, I can pick up on anything easily. So like, if you teach it to me, I can learn it. Like just like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, computers, I can do that. Like. What is that? So I get into computer information systems and I start taking classes on it and learning more about it. And I hated it. Like, I hated it. Mm-hmm. It was so boring. I'm like, Yeah, I have a similar story. Too. I could barely stay awake yeah. in class. Like, it was that bad. Mm-hmm. Only time I could really, like, get into it is when we did, like, certain projects and stuff like that. But other than that, it, was, it wasn't my thing. Like, mm-hmm. it was not. It didn't allow me enough freedom to do the things that I wanted to do. So I was like, nah, I'm going to switch to business because I want to be in business. And that was my idea at the time. Um, So I went to school for business. I did that thing. And uh, while in school for business, I realized that even though I was taking business 
classes and things like that, it really didn't teach me about business. It taught me how to work in somebody else's business. It taught me how to, um, you know, do it, it didn't teach me how to own and operate my own business. So that's what you were more looking for. Yeah. Is. And, and, and I didn't know starting out that, that it wasn't going to teach me how to run a business. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just taught me basically how to work in corporate America and how to work for somebody else. Um, but you know, I just went on ahead in and out, just got that done just to say, okay, I did this and then moved on. So fast forward, um, I knew that that wasn't the place for me when I got out of, um, college. And so I did several other things. So I just trying to look for something, my path, like where I wanted to go. So I did, um, medical assisting, billing and coding. What you have a certificate in. Yeah. So Um, this is more along the lines of vocational. Yeah. Trade Mm -hmm. type thing. So you actually went to a program. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, I'm just like trying to figure out what it is that I actually like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, something that will, I, I'm like, okay, well, even if it's, even if I find out I don't like it in my mind, it is, I'll always have something that I can do. I always have a skill. Like you can't take that away. Once you learn something, something to fall back on. you got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I did that. I did a cosmetology, um, school, I did, um, and you graduated like an actual certified everything. Okay. Were you ever licensed? Cause I know there's a difference between going through the program, yeah, getting no, the, I did certificate or whatever, and then getting licensed, getting licensed. So. Yeah. No, you have to take a state, uh, test to get licensed. But I realized before even taking that test that that wasn't going to be my thing. <laughs> what did you realize? While you were in the program mm-hmm. or after? No, while I was in the program. Because towards the end of the program, there's a um, a portion of the program where you have to um, actually do uh, services for people. So they come in and they get their hair done and mm-hmm. nails or whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, some days I hid from people. Like, I didn't want to. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want to do these old ladies' hair or... <laughs> Like, no perm set rod and all this. I didn't want, like, I just was like, some days I didn't want to do that. Like, I didn't want to be bothered with people some days. So clearly you just, you weren't passionate about it. Yeah, it was, it was not my passion. So what was your thought process process behind getting into cosmetology? Like, did you like doing hair? Did you like doing makeup? Well, I did like doing hair, but I like doing it when I like doing it. And then I thought, like, <laughs> I can learn something. Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm big on, like, learning stuff. Like, okay. even if I only use it in my own personal life, I right, think having right, that skill right. is, is, you know, I think it's invaluable. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I did that. Um, I, I've done many other things. Like, I'm, I'm all over the place um, as far as education goes. Um, but it's always been trying to find my passion. Okay. And, and trying to kind of forge my way and see what it is that I want. I really, um, I really have, a a love for people who already know what their passion is. Like, I think that's amazing. Like somebody who can just say, Hey, I love art. I love painting. So I'm going to paint 
and I don't care if I make a dollar. I don't care. You know, I'm painting. So this is what I'm doing. And I'm going to focus all of my attention on painting because this is what I do. This is what I love to do. I don't want to do anything else. And so like for me, I I didn't know, like I I did not know what it is that I wanted to do. And so I kind of understand a lot of people don't know that either. Like a lot of people are like me. They really don't know what it is that they want to do, but they want to do something. I think that's what Dame Dash was speaking of love and passion Mm -hmm. you know finding something that you really want to do for you so um i didn't mention that in the beginning of the podcast um that was dame dash and nick cannon i think nick cannon has a podcast now um it was a video a clip i haven't heard the whole interview but that was a clip that kwana has sent to me on instagram and it really hit home and this was after the, like this is an ongoing conversation but it just recently came up again um earlier this week um when we were speaking about college just education period um again we both we homeschool our girls now only one is homeschooled the other decided that she wanted to do high school and so we've talked to both of them about they know how our stance on education, how we feel about, you know, the school system, things like that. Um, and they also know how we feel about education after and what you want to do after. They know our stance on starting your own business and why it's important. But we can talk a little bit more on that later. But that, yeah, that was the, the clip that really sparked the the topic and why I wanted to go ahead and do a recording on this as I really wanted to get some thoughts and I also have posted um um I made a post on Facebook just to get some feedback from friends and family on there but we can get into that later also so okay where'd you leave off at we were on cosmetology not passionate about it at all basically just something to do mm-hmm. okay and you weren't licensed, so you never got a job in cosmetology. Mm-mm. Okay, so what happens after that? Um. Ooh. Now, mind you, you still have. Did you mention that you actually have a business degree? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. You have you have a business degree, a bachelor's in business. You graduated. You completed it. You were done. Yeah. Okay. And then came cosmetology. Yeah. Completed the program, but no license. Didn't do anything with that. Right. Okay. So what's next? And then also medical. Um, that came after cosmetology? That came, yeah, I think so. That, after or before? Wait a minute. I don't know. <laughs> Those two were kind of like back to back. So really? I'm not sure which is before the other. Okay. Yeah, I did one and then I did the other. First. Okay, so then talk about the medical. Um, Again, trade, vocational school. Yeah, I went to uh, Ross Medical. Okay. Um, For that. And... Um, while I was in the the school, I, I like I like doing it. Like I felt like okay, I don't I didn't really want to get into the medical side, like where you have to deal more with the people. I wanted to do more of the billing and coding. So and, back in, yeah, and so that's where I found. Um, that's where I kind of excelled at. And so everybody was like, oh yeah, you gonna you gonna really do good in this. You know, this is really something that you can do. Even my instructor at the time, she who who who's they? Like 
like the people What's the outside at the, influence the people at the school oh so i guess more of an inside influence. inside influence okay. yeah i really didn't have an outside influence like everybody always just see me as whatever i outside they say whatever i try to do they they think that i'm gonna that's it that's gonna be it mm-hmm. um so you know um the instructor that i had at the time she really was like rooting for me like to do this so she lined up some people that she knew um that had offices so when I graduated you have to well before you graduate you do an internship and um so I had an internship at this place that she set me up with and when I got done with that then I got hired at that place um but as I continue to go on at that place um I was working there and it was it was great I loved the doctor um that had the office it was internal medicine office and um but she couldn't afford to keep me on. And so I left there and I didn't want to work at a clinic, you know, like a regular, you know, I didn't want to do that type of stuff. That wasn't, (laughs) that wasn't my thing. So, um, I just, I stopped doing that. But in between all of those, like I worked many other jobs and just did a lot of other stuff. Like, um, I did credit repair, um, so these these okay now these are things that are more recent. Yeah. When you mentioned credit repair, this is more so the entrepreneurial side. So you always kept a job, but you have all these certificates and licenses and degrees up under your belt, but yeah. nothing stuck. Right. So lots of money. Right. Put Spent. into these. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I still owe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, then you mentioned credit repair, yeah, which is one of the businesses that you have now. This is your own business. This is the entrepreneurial side that we're speaking on now. Right. So, so I mean, uh, doing all of the other, um, it it was kind of a sec uh, a self exploration type of thing. Like I feel like. If I had, if I hadn't went to school, if I hadn't went to college or did the other things, I think I would have had more time to really find out what it was that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wouldn't have cost me a whole bunch of money. Right. But um, it took me a lot of time to figure out what it was that I really wanted to do, what my options were, what I really liked doing, um, stuff like that. And so when... Um, I found myself in a financial struggle is when the credit repair part came into play. When I had to research and figure out how to fix my own credit. Mm-hmm. And um, is when I got into credit repair mm-hmm. and started taking courses and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff oh, and like she, that. She got our credit together, just so y'all know. <laughs> and all of her clients can attest to that as well. Yeah, so it, it was really a, um, a, a, a lot of um, exploring in order to get to that point. But um, I just have a... What's, what's, what's that pause? <laughs> I have, pause? because I have a difference of opinion, I guess, when it comes to... I know so many people are like, hey, you know, you need to go to college, you know, push your kids to go to college and you know stuff like that but I really have a difference of opinion I feel like 
you know, push your kids to do what it is that they love to do. You know, get to know your kids, find out their passion, find out what they're good at. Like sometimes they may be passionate about something that they suck at. So you got to kind of (laughs) just find out what they're good at. Like be honest, you know, don't send your kids out there, you know. Okay, so I see starting to come on like a a running theme is being passionate really loving what you do so we know you have you have the credit business with credit consultants it's an llc register everything you've done classes um you've gone on trips to consult with other people you've invested in what i want to say uh talking to other people who are like yeah coaching You've invested in coaching, so still, lots of money involved. Mm-hmm. Probably not as much as a degree, or maybe not even as much as vocational training. So, mm-hmm. you got whip credit. It's still a currently running business, but your focus has changed. And now recently, you've gotten into tax repair. Mm-hmm. Um, still under that same umbrella of whip, women having... Um, infinite power mm-hmm. still in the financial game mm-hmm. so how are you feel, do you feel passionate about finance or are you leaning towards something else because we I know that you got some other things up your sleeve um, a lot of things I'm not at liberty to release right now but and they have nothing to do with finances and they wouldn't even fall up under that whole whip mm-hmm. uh, brand with, you know, the taxes and, and the credit repair. So do you feel as passionate about credit repair and consulting? Do you feel as passionate about the financial game when you first started as opposed to now? Like you're branching out. Are you branching out because these are still your other passions? You still want to do all of these or are you still finding that you're still searching for that passion? something that you really love, something that you can really cling on to. I think that at this point I've 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 discovered um what my passion is. And my passion is not so much um one market. So it's not just finance. It's not just um you know it's it's, just, it's not just one thing. So my passion in in totality is helping women to um, what's what I'm trying to figure out how I should say it helping them um, to to basically um, live their live out their passions okay is, is what um, more uh, because like helping somebody be able to Fix their credit is one thing, and I I, I find great uh, pleasure in um, seeing somebody light up. Like once, you know, I mean, credit is extremely important, and people don't even know the the seriousness of it. But yeah, that's, that's like a whole nother podcast. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you know, fixing somebody's credit and helping them see like the importance of credit and helping them see yeah. like how your life can change, mm-hmm. and you know that is it's not even the credit portion that gives me the satisfaction but more so of helping somebody realize that there's something else out there so then just the credit is just like the extension right 
it's, it's, it's the fact so, that you can live another lifestyle. Like you don't have to be bound. So by, that's that sure is that your approach? It's the whole lifestyle. It's lifestyle, lifestyle design. Like you okay. can build the life that you want to live. Like it, it has to do with health. It has to do with beauty. It has to do with uh, finance. It has to do with your business. Like all of this is is us. We're not just one thing. We're not just our credit score. Mm-hmm. We're not just, you know, whatever that holds us into the spot that we're in. We're mm-hmm. not just that. We're travelers. We're parents. We're homeschool moms. Mm-hmm. We're soccer moms. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, you know, we cook. We, we, you know, we do so much. So, like, it's it's lifestyle. So whatever it, whatever success is to you, whatever lifestyle that you want to live is what I want women to be able to do without having to be stuck in whatever their current situation is. So that's the entrepreneurial path that you're taking. So it's not just finances. Right. And like I was saying before, it's a holistic approach. So do you feel like even entrepreneurs can box themselves in? I do. Just like a person who would go and get, you know, they're, they're following a specific, um, program uh classes you know they go and they major in something specific they get the degree um licensing certificates or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they go and they get that type of job that's if they can get it Mm because we already know plenty of people they go for something and they don't end up working in that field (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of people might feel trapped they do in that so do you ever you think that you can feel trapped in the entrepreneurial game the thing that I feel that traps a lot because a lot of people say you know just when when I started credit repair um, a lot of people I would hear a lot of people saying you know don't go to somebody who is doing credit repair one day and they selling hair this day or they doing taxes the (laughs) next day and you know they doing all of these things but why not why can't a person diversify why do I have to stay just in the, you can feel stuck because you feel like, okay, if I'm doing other things, people are not going to trust me in this thing. Mm-hmm. Like just because I know how to prepare taxes does not mean I don't know how to prepare a letter for your credit report. Does or not do hair. mean that I don't know how to <laughs> do a sew-in. Does not mean that I cannot cater an event. Does so not that, mean. That leaks over into your entrepreneurial pursuits. Like you want to do. Right. All of that. Yeah. Okay. So, so you can feel about stuck, unboxing. But I don't want to be put in a box. Okay. I want to be able to get out of that and to be able to help people in whatever endeavor that they want to go in and show people that it is possible to do other things. You don't just have to do one thing. Okay. And just that whole process of figuring shit out because we, we st- we're still figuring yeah. things out. So I'm going to ring it back in a little bit. I'm going to read the post from... Um, Facebook and I'm going to read some of the responses I'm not going to include any names or anything like that Um, I already have basically permission from most of the people who commented Um, again I'm not going to put any names but even if you didn't say yeah go ahead I'm probably going to read response anyway if you're mad then you can hit up my inbox whatever so my post was are there any parents who have encouraged their kids to not go to college first Um, The first response is, I wish my parents would have given me the option. I almost felt like I was pressured into going, honestly. I never wanted to, at least not straight out of high school. 
that was the very first one. Um, you can chime in after. I'm going to just go ahead and just start reading them all so you can chime in if you have an idea or a comment. Mm-hmm. Um, the next response is, I wouldn't stress it. It's bullshit, to be honest. I would, however, encourage them to get into a trade of some sort so they can always have something to fall back on. Now, I also want to highlight that this person is in college themselves. So that was a really, really interesting um, response from them. Um, the field that they're going into, I think, actually does require some kind of mm-hmm. post-secondary education, college education, and even ongoing. So just to put that out there. The next response is, I told my daughter that I didn't want to waste any money if she wasn't ready and I would support her decision. Okay. I got something to say about that. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like a lot of times when, like, you don't think about this. When, when, you, when, you, when you are telling your child to go to college, you are thinking about their future, you know? Like, a lot of times parents are thinking about, you know, um, go to college because if you get that piece of paper, nobody can turn you down for a job basically. Um, but there are so many people who have a college degree these days that it's hard, right? Um, <laughs> it's not as easy, but you know, you go to college, go to college, go to college. When you pushing your kid into college, it's not, you're pushing them into an education. You're pushing them into debt. Mm. You're not thinking about the financial aspect of it when you're telling them to go to college did you ever have a conversation like that with anybody uh parents grandparents school counselors anybody about filling out that damn fafsa form did you have any kind of conversation about the financial obligations the the that financial aspect of going to college i was in a program when i first started going to college and i ended up getting um some grants um to go to school Mm -hmm. Um, for my first year it was, but the program talked about, um, finances and stuff like that. It was a black ran program that I was in. Okay. Um, and it talked about, you know, the financial aid and all of that, but I'm thinking, okay, this is what everybody does. Like if you're going to school and you're not getting a scholarship, or something like that. You have to get student loans. Mm-hmm. Like otherwise, I can't afford it. Like there's no other way I can do it, and I know I have to do it. So I gotta get student loans. Right. So nobody told you, like, you know, you don't have to take the whole amount, right? No, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, tell I didn't you. get that either. You just you fill out the thing, and then when you do get that extra money, you happy because you can buy yeah, other stuff. Right. For it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. You, I mean, at that age, you, you really don't care about your credit. You don't. You don't care about no you credit. Don't. You care about what's in the moment. You care about right now. Mm-hmm. I can buy me um, some new stuff, some clothes, some shoes. I can get fly. I can hang out with my friends. I can go out of town. You know, whatever it is that you want to do, you spend that money on that. whatever if you have anything extra. Not thinking of later on, I got to pay all this money back. Mm-hmm. And it's going to haunt me. Right. <laughs> so... We're pushing our kids into that light. Um, I'll let you go ahead because and before I talk about what I read. Okay. I was actually just making another post. Um, so if you follow me on Facebook, you'll probably see it. Um, so while I'm in the moment, so I don't forget because I get distracted a lot. 
Um, okay, so the next response was the idea of a gap year is great. And I might support it as long as they were accepted at a university with the gap year provision. But my expectation is that my kids go straight to college. I've seen too many people that got sidetracked and never made it in or had to play catch up later in life. I think that 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 does happen a lot in our community. And I think that the reason why is because our kids see a gap year as a break. I'm taking a break from school. Mm-hmm. It's not so much of I'm ex- so not doing nothing, not really exploring. Right. Just, okay, let me chill for a I'm little chilling. bit. I've been in school for since yeah head start. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just want a break. I'm tired of school. I'm done. Yeah, and so like you really you're not doing anything. You're not figuring anything out. It's, uh-huh. it's not a self discovery type of break. It's not a let me see what else is out there type of break. Mm-hmm. It's just a break. Mm-hmm. until you have to go back to college because really in your mind, in the back of your mind, you know that after this break, I got to start school again. Yeah. So you're really not focusing on, okay, like, wow, what other, um, you're not researching other wealthy people. You're not doing any research on uh, business ideas. You're not saying, okay, let me find out what I'm passionate about, what I love. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not doing that right. during that gap year. So mm-hmm. it's not productive. Now, see, what I've seen about gap years is that a lot of people will go traveling. Now, honestly, although I'm familiar with a gap year, I was familiar with what the gap year was when I was coming out of high school. Mm -hmm. Um, This is 2002. Um, But I didn't see my people doing it. I Mm -hmm. didn't see any black people doing Mm -hmm. it. I didn't see any Hispanic people doing it. Um, Maybe some Asians, but it was always white people. That we're going on gap year. So, like, honestly, even if I did want to take a gap year, which I did not, I didn't. I went straight to college after high school. Um, I never saw it as an option for me, and it had nothing to do with the fact that my parents didn't talk to me about it or counselors or anything. I myself did not see it as an option for me because I did not see anybody that looked like me. Mm doing mm-hmm. anything like this right yeah. I'm going to the next response ready right. for the next one so the next response was I haven't encouraged him not to go but I've let him know that he has to do something that will help him be somebody no sitting around and no working a dead end job I think that's very important like yeah you want them to go do something mm-hmm. like even if you do decide to you know, go out into the workforce, you don't want to work for no dead-end job. Right. But what options do I have? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you want me to do something. You can tell me you're going to do something. A lot of black parents say you're going to do something. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sit it. You're not going to stay up in here. You're going to do something. Either you're going to go to college, you're going to get a job, you're going to, you know, you got you to do something. You got to get the hell up out of here. Yeah, I, I, that's know? a big thing, though. What yeah. you just said that you got to get the hell up out of here. Mm-hmm. I think that that's an issue. You got to get the that, hell up out of here. That so you have issue. to do something. And I don't say that because I've been scorned by that. Like, I wanted to get up and leave. I did leave at around the age of uh, 18, 19. And then. I ended up pregnant, but mm-hmm. that's a whole nother story. 
Um, I've always had my mom's support. I'm here at home now. This is full transparency. Mm-hmm. I've had, but you know, my... Trying to build. I, th- I would rather have had her want me to stay home. She she wouldn't have minded either way. It, it didn't matter to her either way. But I think that maybe if I had more encouragement to stay home so that you can build, you know, if you want to go to college, okay, you'd be able to save money. You know, you can work on whatever you need to work on as opposed to me coming back home several times in between going to college, you know, different jobs that weren't even in my field, some that were in my field. And then moving on to trying to be an entrepreneur and still broke a sale. And I'm still back at home at 34, still trying to build. Like I wish that I had the entrepreneurial path set in front of me, like as an option, as a viable option. Um, either way, she was like, I, hey, I'll support you either way. Like, she's still very supportive even till today. Ain't no telling where I would have been, either one of us, yeah. without her support. But I'm just wondering more so about the encouragement factor. Or do we, you know, just kind of let our kids decide? Do we stay, you know, in the bleachers? Are we not the coach? Like, like, like what, are, what are we doing as parents about letting them know they're options or are we trying to be too forceful with other options like us I feel like we were probably forced the reason why I decided to go to college I thought that that's what I was supposed to do anyway mm-hmm. same thing computer science mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I went for because of course I think 90s late 90s mm-hmm. early 2000s was a big time for the internet mm-hmm. right yeah so I think that's probably in a lot of the generation before us and then even the generation before that you mentioned your grandmother mm-hmm. and that's where I got my idea mm-hmm. from for going into computer science was my grandmother they both recognized like okay this is a big thing so y'all need to get into that yeah. and then of course we both ran off and that's what we did mm-hmm. even in two totally separate how many years apart six something like that if you went in 99 I went in 98. okay 98 2002 Still, that was a big thing. So that that that's just really, really interesting to me. Like nobody ever mentioned anything about starting my own business or even, you know, the whole gap year factor. No, because you're when you graduate from high school, your family is thinking like, okay, now it's time to make some money. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do? So that you can live for you, so that you can be independent. You can take care of yourself now, you know. And and like a lot of times, and you know, people are struggling. Like they already they raised you, so now they like uh, by law you 18 years old, you out of school. Like it's time for you to take care no of yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's time for you to take care of yourself. Which you know is is I get it. You know, it is what it I, is. I get it, but. On the other hand is, are you setting me up for success? Mm-hmm. Or are you pushing me out here in a world where I'm going to fall mm-hmm. and I'm going to fail mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to go through so many trial and errors that could have been avoided if you had of kind of giving me that guidance or the set me up with some type of way that I can learn something else. Yeah, it's, it's definitely about options. And that brings me to the next comment I gave my daughter the choice 
she's eight and decided she will open a business mm-hmm. instead and I'm with it. So this sounds like a parent that's like, okay, you have, I gave you the option. What do you want to do? So, okay, I'm going to support that. Even at the early age of eight, mm-hmm. eight. Yeah. I, I read a it, lot. That blows my mind. Just the fact that an eight year old is like, yeah, I'm going to start my own business. That's now, what I'm saying. It's that, now, now that generation, us all having kids, a lot of these people, they're around my age anyway, thirties, mm-hmm. forties and so on it, that option is very like we th- they see it now yeah. they see it on youtube right right we didn't have that yeah that's 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 the thing they can see it we didn't have we didn't have so much access <laughs> now people have access kids have yeah. access to access. everything and everybody you can see the the people that's making money out here you can like from young to old, like you mm-hmm. have access. Yeah. There's YouTube, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's, you know, there's everything. You can actually look and see into the lives of other people. You can see what they doing, you know, stuff like that. And so they, they have more options. I mean, we had the options, but they can see what the options are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't, we didn't have that available. So like when it comes to our kids, I don't think that pushing them out there saying, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to go to college. I'm not forcing our kids to go to college. I'm not forcing them to do anything that they don't feel passionate about. Mm -hmm. Some people feel passionate about education or either they have something that they want to do. Maybe become a doctor, maybe become a lawyer. That is very true. And we see that with our own two. Like I said before, they both started out in the charter school system. They're only not even a whole full year apart. Um, We decided to do homeschool. How many years ago? I always forget. Um, I don't know. I'll just throw five out there. Four, I think. Four? Okay, four or five years. So um, now they're both at uh, the age where they are in high school. Um, one, if she was in school, in the public school system, she would probably be in the eighth grade right now. Um, the other is in ninth. She decided that she wanted to have the high school experience. So, okay, she made that decision on her own. That's fine. We totally supported it and said, okay, we'll go ahead and we'll get you into an alternative school just to kind of help bridge that gap. So now I'm looking and I'm like, okay, if this is the path that you're choosing, then you need to make sure that you get good grades, you know, because what are your plans after this? Do you want to start your own business? Do you want to go to college? Even now, I'm like, you can start your own business now. You can still go to college. You can graduate. You can have you a great job and you can still have your own business. I personally would like to try to nudge her towards having her own business regardless of what she decides to do but do you think that even sometimes being entrepreneurs or if you come from a family of entrepreneurs you think that they might be trying to nudge you into that path too and you might very well want to go off to college we know that you need college a college education for certain things yeah if you want to be a doctor if you want to be a lawyer certain Mm -hmm. things you just need to Mm -hmm. um i i think that people some people do like whatever I, th- I know doing. that I have to kind of pull myself back yeah. off of the whole you need to start on your own business come on let's look at starting your own business what kind of business would you want to start you know I need to make sure that I'm still not trying to put my 
path my ideals onto either one of them. I think that parents do do that. I don't think so. It's that, just a parent thing. Yeah, because they, <laughs> because you do you you teach what you know. Like our parent, our parents. parents but this is something that we know now. Our like we didn't grow up knowing it. Taught them what they knew. Our parents then taught us what they knew. We're teaching our kids what we know, and so I don't feel like I am pushing my child into the only thing you can do is be an entrepreneur. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you need to learn how to create your own money. Because if even if you have a job, if you want to work, that's fine. Hey, I'm all for it. Whatever makes you happy, mm-hmm. do that. But what I'm not for is you having a job, but then not you lose that job. And then now you're stuck. Now you're like, I don't know what else to do. Now I can't feed my family. Now I'm depressed. Now so it's I'm... more about diver- diversification. Goddamn. <laughs> diversification. Yeah. So like. And multiple streams of income. Know something how... like that. Even investing. Yeah. Things I mean, like you that. know, whatever. It is, know how to make your own coins. You know, mm-hmm. don't just depend on somebody else's business mm-hmm. to fund your life. Mm-hmm. You, you can't be dependent on that. Like it's so much going on in the world today. Like we find, we seeing that every, those good jobs, they, they, they may leave. This is the you second know? time that this, this has come up is when we talk about that, that good government yeah. job, yeah. we were watching a video. What was it yesterday? And they had like a title card that came in and said, you know, it had mentioned something about how people had lost their jobs um, in the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, we're thinking like we're like, OK, hey, yeah, we were just talking about this. You know how you can't even get a good government job nowadays because of the way everything is going. And we were talking about just recently. Mind you, this video was back during another shutdown. It yeah. wasn't even this one. Yeah, it's just crazy. So it happens. It happens. It's, so, not, it's not it's not a fluke. So like, it happens. So, for instance, if I had said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get me a job and I had a job and I lost that job because I went along this path that my parents, the only thing that they knew because they never owned a business and I went on ahead and did with that and I'm successful is, you know, by what everybody else sees um, as success. Um, Then I lose that job because that job shuts down or, you know, whatever the case, what am I to do? What do I have to fall back on? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how to start a business. I don't know the structure of, a, you know, creating a corporation. I don't know how to, you know, start something online. And, you know, like if you don't know that stuff. So my thing is like, even if you I'm pushing you, yes, I'm pushing you to learn how to start your own business, how to set up a foundation, how to do these things, just so that you know that. So that if you ever need it, if that's not what you want to do, if that's not your life path, then fine. But if you ever need it, you got it. That can't be taken away from you. So that's more so plan B. I mean, if that's what you, if that's the way you choose, but if you choose to go ahead along the business line, I think that's smart. Like I'm like, I, I just don't, Think about your kids' future as far as, you know, where they're going to be at later. Like, do you want your child to be in debt for $30,000? Like, most people owe student loans. Well, shit, who was in debt for $30,000? I'd like to be in debt for $30,000. Do you? Do you want Do you want that to School be? School debt. Yeah. Do you, do you want that to be the case? Because, like, 
a lot of times you don't. So like, even if you give your kids, if you say, okay, you don't have to go to college after, um, after high school, you can stay with me and then you can use those four years to start you a business, um, get your credit together, get your personal and your business credit together. Um, so that way you're financially secure in those four years. If you mm-hmm. want to go to college after then, you look what, 22 years old, you go to college you're still and young. you still got time. You can pay for it. <laughs> you can afford it. You can use your business to pay for college. Your business can pay for you to go to school. So that eliminates debt. It eliminates debt. It also gives your business a write-off. Because it's the business that's paying for school. It's not you personally. Your business is sending you to school. We have to be more smart about the things that we do and think strategically. Man, you better come through. <laughs> think strategically when it comes to your kids because you don't want your kids to be in the same situation you is. I don't want my kids to struggle financially right. for nothing. Whatever they want to do, I want them to be able to do it without thinking. Like, hey, if, if I want to fly to Thailand tomorrow, let me book this flight. And I know that I can do it without worrying about my bills, without worrying about how I'm going to eat, without worrying about, you know, anything, you know, just, just to live a life of financial freedom is all that I want for my kids. Now, if they want to work, if they want to, you know, do whatever you want to do, do that, but have that financial freedom, have that cushion, have that passive income, get you some real estate, invest, invest in stocks. These are the things that we need to teach our kids because they're not learning them in schools. Because the only thing that we're that, well, I'm not going to say where, well, we're us as a society, Western culture is pushing kids to, hey, you got to go to college. That's, That's it. the American dream. Yeah. Go to college. Go to college. Go to college. And we're being sold that dream, but we're also being sold that debt. We're also being sold uh, job loss. We're also being sold depression. Mm. We're also being, you know, like all of these things is a problem. Mm -hmm. Teach your kids different stuff. Teach your kids how to grow some food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what he was talking about. Teach your kids about organic things. Teach your kids about natural products. Teach your kid about, you know, just, you know, teach them about how to live without having to depend on the government, Mm -hmm. without having to depend on another person to feed them or to fund them, you know, like feed them or fund them. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's my thing. That's, that's what our kids, you know, Mm -hmm. you're going to know what to do now. After that, now what you do with it, right? <laughs> that's up to you. But so, some more responses um, that I got were: college is great, but there are many great technical careers out there as well. I don't know when it became okay to look down on blue-collar workers. Some of these technical careers make over six figures. I don't think college needs to be forced. I think being a productive, good human being should be what is expected. Maybe that includes college. Maybe it includes trade school. Maybe it maybe it includes traveling the world or volunteering locally. Again, I think that's one of the things that Dane hit on. Mm-hmm. Love, compassion. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> another response was, never had the conversation yet, but I don't think my oldest son plans to go. 
The next response, we say college or military. We are okay with either, but definitely would love them to attend college. That's the first time. I think that's the only time that military um, was brought up and they are a military family. Um, I feel having the responsibility of a job or a year of travel or whatever is good for grooming someone emotionally to be prepared for the hardships of college. My son decided to go into welding. By the time kids get out of their schools and start a job, they are lucky for a 35K or 45K for an entry-level job in their field. He will be earning 70K and be established. Techs are in demand, electricians, plumbers, metal workers, carpenters, all in high demand. And because society has beat into people, you have to go to college. There is a major shortage of labor in these fields. That's a really good point. That is a good point. Now, my I'm, I'm just going to play the devil's ass, or I'm just going to say so you're being on a the dick. opposite. So this is what you didn't learn in school. You're on being the, a dick. On the opposite end. <laughs> okay. Learning a skill is, like I said, it's, I learn skills all the time. Like I still want to take classes in it. There's stuff that I still want to do. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that's going to be my business, but... Uh, I want to do it, right? you know, just because I want to learn. I just want to know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a learner. I'm that type of person. I love learning. Right. Um, so learning the skill is absolutely invaluable. Nobody can ever take what you've learned away from you. Yeah. However, I feel like I'm not going to say, okay, um, if welding is what you love and you love to weld, then wonderful <laughs> like it's it, great you find out what you love to do like that is something to high five about like yes honey boom welding but <laughs> why do you have to work for somebody else why do you have to weld in somebody else's place can you have a welding business can oh. you own a welding company where other people you you know well, I weld think it's from- very viable that this person coming out of trade school for welding and they're going to be earning 70k it's very possible that they can start their own business you can start your Do own they business. want to though i don't know i get that that's that's a whole new ball game right but as as far as being established they said they'll be established yeah so 70k while that's enough to live that that's a great foundation i it, think it's, it's enough to to live um depending on your family size um depending on your and depending on your lifestyle, lifestyle yeah you know you can also create um passive income mm-hmm. with that skill like take it and and use it for something like you can you can just because you own the business don't mean that you have to work there even though if you want to work and you want to do contracting work you can make a lot of money doing that but you can have this company that has a whole bunch of welders and they can do stuff and, but you making the money off of all you're doing is collecting your check. Mm-hmm. Like, just so the whole point is to, to have a backup because the thing, okay, the thing that pops into my head is okay, you have this person, they probably went to a trade school and now they're going to go into a job. They're going to be earning about 70K a year. Mm-hmm. What they could do is if they happen to pass the program in Flying Colors, mm-hmm. with Flying Colors, they can come up with some kind of an ebook. Mm hmm. Or something like that. And they can sell it to people who are interested in going into that field. And that can be a passive form of income. So my time is almost up. We um, got about five more minutes. I'm just going to run through the other two um, responses. And we're just going to close it out. Um, I was making 100 k plus before I ever even took a college course. I'm going to holler at you in a minute. I know you got some big things going on right now. But I'm about to be in your inbox. 
the next or the last uh, response that I got is uh, we talk about post high school education. That could be a technical school schooling for a specific career such as electrician plumbing, carpentry, police, firefighter, etc. We talk about what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Very important. What are your interests? What careers relate to those interests? What schooling is involved for those careers and how much money will you make in those careers? Our conversations are not focused on college, but what do you want to do? How to get there and how will you be making enough money to support the lifestyle you want? Mm-hmm. That's I think key. that that hit it right on the head. That's key. That's key. Yeah. I know plenty of people, a number amount of people that haven't finished high school, that finished high school and didn't go on to college. They're multimillionaires. Mm -hmm. There are billionaires who didn't even finish Mm -hmm. high school. Mm -hmm. Like there are things you can do that you're passionate about and you can make money from it. You can live and you don't have to be a college graduate. You don't have to go into debt for it. So I think that the main takeaway from this is passion. Yes. Help your kids find out what they're passionate about. That passion. Focus on what your kids love to do and what they're great at. And that's how they win. There you go. That's what it is. My name is Quana Dockery. You can reach me on Facebook at Whip Tax Pros, on Instagram at Whip Tax Pros, or Future Billionaire underscore Q. On Instagram, right? Yes. Okay, and this is April. Who's your audience? Audience Branding Co. Um, I can be found on Facebook, Audience Branding Co. Instagram, Audience Branding Co. And Twitter, I'm pretty sure it's Audience Branding Co. I need to put some links (laughs) together with all this information. So I guess that was it. Q&A. I might have to change the title. This is supposed to be about uh, branding and other things that I've been doing in my business, but this kind of took a turn. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a vote on changing the name. That's it. That's all. All right.